0: Good morning on June 4th, 2021. Another episode is called The Fear of the Lord. Very simple. The fear of the Lord. Let's pray. Oh God, we thank you for that day and opportunity to be here. Pray, Lord, God, to check the minds of people unstopped the ears, open up the eyes, allow them to hear the spiritual side of life, Lord Lord people may have heard the gospel before, we pray Lord Lord that they get something from it, they can use their life, and now, until eternity, in Jesus name we pray, Amen. Alright, the fear of the Lord, where is it? You know, God through Malachi said this to the priest. The Lord of Heaven's army said to the priest, A son honors his father, and a servant respects his master. If I'm a father and master, what are the honor and respect I deserve? You have shown contempt for my name. But you ask, how have we shown contempt for your name? That's Malachi, chapter 1, verse 6 from the NLT. Now, even though I'm not going to go over the meaning of the word master again, like I did on the last podcast, just know that this was written way before anyone was putting James. And please note that the slavery of the Bible, that was very different than the 1600s. So, what's the word of the Lord? Does it go beyond reverence? Well, as you just heard in Malachi, God is asking, where is his respect and honor? So that is obviously talking about respect and honor. But in Hebrews chapter ten, verse thirty one, from the complete Jewish Bible, It says this, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 31. It is a terrifying thing to fall fall into the hands of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this sounds like there should be a certain level of scared fear in there, in in us. Saints know he's good, and he's loving, and he's forgiving. But think about being in front of the creator of the universe who knows the mind of billions of people at the time, or more than billions of people, and who can tell you how many heads are on your head. Now, at the beam of what this hint going to be, when going over your words, do you really think you'll be as cool as a cucumber and smug? If that idea of a one-on-one with the Lord doesn't even put a little skinny cat in you, I don't know what will. It's a lot easier on earth to say, fear not, because we're not in front of them now. But what happened when we are? Something to think about. When folks were visited by an angel in the Bible, they got afraid, excuse me, they got afraid, like Samson's Samson's parents and John the Baptist's father, Zechariah. So if when folks finally stand in front of the Lord of all, now maybe for the saints, he won't let Skitty get fear into us and there'll only be peace. I guess we'll see when the saints get there. In other words, it's like waiting to save until you get there. But I'm pretty sure we're not going to be cool to cucumber and smug about it. But one thing is for sure. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess to God. That's Romans chapter 14, verse 11 from New King James. So Jesus will get his honor and respect from all the world. From those who died natural deaths, or unpleasant deaths in the Old Testament and the New Testament up to the end of the age. So going all the way back to when King killed Abel up to the end of the age, God's going to get his respect. Now we live in a world where there's not much fear of the Lord anymore. Only among true Holy Spirit-filled believers. It's unfortunate because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs chapter nine, verse 10. Without God, people will make good sounding fixes to a problem, but it won't be the correct fix. Certain Certain organizations want Americans to be forced to learn their history. The learning of a culture's history is well and good but its result is for the division among races. It's mm-hmm. not unity. well, mm-hmm. so if I just tell them my story, I'll bring unity to the country, no it won't. It's a further division. Over the centuries, when one culture took over another culture, there was a superiority complex involved. You know, it became, my culture is better than yours. That's where we you run into trouble. For, excuse me, Phil uh, Sorry. For the last almost six years, from Facebook videos to anchor podcasts, I've been hammering home the things to look out for in the last days. Here's a list again racial tensions, civil unrest. More frequent and intense storms, whether they're winter storms or summer storms, constant political upheavals, and the growing hatred of Jews and born-again folks. Definitely not not looking for a pat on the back. I just want to remind us that it's crunch time. Even if you feel we have another million years down here, which we don't. The person who dies has to be ready to go when they leave here. It's important to have the fear of the Lord in your life. Very important. Out of honor, respect, and a good skinny cat fear, it keeps, us, it keeps us in line. So why do you think we now live in an anything-go society? There's no fear of the Lord. Some folks don't believe in him or acknowledge him, let alone I do respect him. Now, i am name some things that once were taboo, and now folks say, what's the big deal? Abortions. The strangest, just before I got on here, I was looking at the news on the phone, and there was a valedictorian to an 18-year-old girl who didn't do the speech she was gonna give, but instead gave one on an abortion and Martha was saying about how it's her right and her body and people are attacking her rights and this and that. Because the New Texas bill that says once there's a heartbeat, you can't do an abortion. So she she's all up in arms about that. I didn't read the whole thing. Because once I saw her side of the fence she was on, I was like, i oh, forget it. People have made this political, it started off of spiritual. But then over the years it changed to political. But loads of people know it's still spiritual. You don't take life. I don't, it's not your it's not your body. You say it's my body. No, it's God's body. And he gets to say what well, you should do with it. And you think you still are, even if they're hearing a heartbeat, you still want to kill a baby? I don't know, you out your mind. Oh, because am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Oh boy. Anyway, here's the list about something that was once taboo. And now folks say, oh, what's the big deal? You got abortions, physically assaulting cops. Tampon and period pad commercials on TV, forcing kids to believe that they're all champions with superior skills. People have naked on TV to advertise underwear. Men cuss in front of women, and some women can out cuss a man. Women proposing marriage to a man, normally waiting for the man to ask them to marry them. They they, they they take charge. In the UK, platonic male and female friends have a baby together so they can have a baby without feeling bothered by a relationship. Oh boy. So yeah, all these things going on here. N- let me read the list again because this is crazy. Abortions, physically assaulting cops, Tampon and period paid commercials on TV, forcing kids to believe that they're all champions with superior skills. People have naked on TV to advertise underwear. Men cuss in front of women, and some women can outcuss a man. Women proposing to men for marriage. In the UK, platonic male and female friends have a baby together so they have a baby without feeling bothered by a relationship. Believe it or not, these were taboo for even even when 40-year-old millennials were born. So it's really not that long ago, but it's been in the making for a long time. This is what happens when we turn our backs on God and no longer fear Him. The newer generations Lord, thank you for your mercy. The new generations have no idea those things are morally and biblically wrong, nor do they care. I could talk on each of those things, but I won't. But this is how long ago people have had a do what I want attitude. Glory, back to Bible days. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16 from the NLT. This is what the Lord says. Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path and you will find rest for your souls. But you reply, no, that's not the path we want. See, unfortunately, church is not telling people about this path, so a lot of these young people don't even know that there is a path. So once you tell them, you let them inform them, you tell them, look, after the old godly ways and walk in it. Travel its path, and you will find rest for your souls. But you reply, no, that's not the path we want. Here's another one from the Bible that shows people make up their own mind. Malachi chapter three, verse thirteen and fourteen from the L T. Yeah, they make up their wrong mind, but they're still making the wrong decision. Malachi chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. In the, the Lord says, You have said terrible things about me, says the Lord. But you say, what do you mean? What have we said against you? You have said, what's the use of serving God? What have we gained by obeying his commands? by trying to show the Lord of the Heaven's armies that we are sorry for our sins. From now on, we're going to call the arrogant blessed. For those who do evil, they get rich. And those who dare God to punish them suffer no harm. This is what happens when people have no more patience. (laughs) All right, here's one more. This is Judges chapter 21, verse 25 in the NLT. In those days, Israel had no king. All the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. See, some things never change. Okay, the character of humanity is a change. So come out and away from the anything goes crowd. Realize and accept that God has a standard. Me. And before you expect anything from the Lord, you have to believe that He exists. That should make you gain a fear of the Lord, because that's basic before you successfully be born again. How can you willfully continue in sin if you claim that you have to have the fear of the Lord? You can't. If we can be loyal to our spouse, we can be loyal to God. It takes time, excuse me, it's time to stop fooling ourselves into the truth. Wanting to make every effort to obey God is always the smart and right thing to do. But let's not get into ultra grace territory. No one is going to heaven with sin on their record. Period. I'll say that again. No one is going to hell with sin on their record. Period. Once you realize you've said or done something you know God did not please with, repent immediately. And that means to turn from it 180 degrees and don't do it anymore. Please don't let yourself believe that you can't. Because didn't God tell the woman caught in adultery to go and sin no more? And didn't he tell a paralyzed man that to sin anymore, lest the worst thing comes upon him? Jesus wouldn't tell anybody to do something that they couldn't do. Now, don't jump ahead of me and say that I'm saying that you will never do something God doesn't approve of again. But that's not what I'm saying. After all, if the righteous will barely be saved in the end, what will happen to those ungodly folks who don't obey the gospel? That's First Peter chapter 4, verse 18. But people have a tendency to take a wrongdoing seriously, especially nowadays. Some might brush it off as, Uh, Ain't no harm in that. Well, God understands. Well, I was just saying that to get a laugh. How bad do we fear the Lord? Now, here's some good advice from Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 15, sorry. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 16 from the NIV. But a little with fear of the Lord. Excuse me. Better is a little with fear of the Lord than great wealth and turmoil. That's Proverbs chapter 15, verse 16. I mean, I'm to memorize that one. Better is a, is a little with fear of the Lord than great wealth and turmoil. Now, I don't wanna sound negative or pessimistic. I won't be surprised But I won't be surprised if we have reached the point of no return in regards to racial tensions. Too many blacks look at a white person and assume the worst. Some blacks automatically assume that the person they're looking at hates them. And a racist with white privilege. In other words, some blacks automatically assume that the white person they're looking at hates them. And their races with white privilege. Some whites still generationally tell their kids, their grandkids, their nieces and nephews that blacks are inferior to them and therefore don't have to be respected. Since we're at the accelerated pace of sight judging, we're just about done in the nation. Put a fork in us, we're done. So what is missing? The fear of the Lord. What's missing in government? The fear of the Lord. What's missing in our schools? The fear of the Lord. What's missing from the world? The fear of the Lord. That's right. So where do we go from here? Well, the country and the world we'll try to fix things but that's only putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound church church wake up stop dancing over the sound of the organ stop being a motivational speaker and if you're preaching use the bible as your guide not your personal stories there's a dying world out there and sentence we're responsible for letting our light shine. Not saving everyone. We're responsible for letting our light shine. Not responsible for saving everybody. We can't save anyone anyway. That's God's apartment. See, we water and we plant, but God gives the increase. The first Corinthians chapter three, verse six. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 I NIV says this, as we close, Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of mankind.